Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Game Week Navigators. Today we are back with a team preview for Manchester United. And we have my I have with me my co-host <laughs> Aditya who is himself a United fan so he will take us through in detail uh, some of the major questions that we have with respect to Manchester United. On to you Aditya. Yeah, but that was a very straight away start. Okay. Anyways, uh, so Here's going to be the couple of talking points that we're going to cover in this stream. We're going to look at few stats from last season. More or less not going to be that relevant. Uh, we're going to look at the transfer window, how United have done so far. Look at a couple of pre-season games. I mean, we'll analyze particularly just one game that's against Lons that we played. And we'll look at the first eight game weeks, the fixtures, uh, what to expect from Rasmus Hoylun. And... Uh, We'll compare few of the United assets. We'll use the per 90 metrics because there are a couple of, I mean, sorry, couple of surprising results there. So we'll see what that tells us. And last but not the least, we'll end with a brief summary. We'll look at few of the picks that I have uh, written down. It might be the same redundant, but let's see. And the predicted lineup for game week one. So, so before we get into the key stats, Aditya, how was last season for you, you know, as a United fan? Um, okay, um, as a United fan in terms of that, uh, we were good, I mean no complaints compared to what we were a season before the NAG came in, we were in a complete mess, so we finished uh, third and uh, we won at least one domestic cup that shows a little bit of progress, FA Cup we lost in the final, that's fine, no problem, but overall that's... Uh, good improvement over what we were a few seasons back. I mean, we were decent here up and down, but not consistent. And uh, we were not catching up with the modern world in terms of performances and the way we were playing. So I think that has definitely changed over the past year and even over the past few months now, what we've seen in the preseason games so far. Yeah, uh, looks promising. I think that's the best word for now that I would use. Perfect. Okay then, so let's move on to a few of the numbers from last season which I've picked up. Obviously we kept 17 clean sheets, uh, purely uh, that was because of the stability that Varan and Martinez got in. Obviously De Gea was there, De Gea is no longer with the club, but 17 clean sheets was good compared to the amount of goals that we let in. So we let in 43 goals but still managed to keep more clean sheets, it's fine, not bad. Uh, next we'll go on to obviously we created 479 chances second best in the league most of them is going to be from Bruno Fernandes no doubt and we had about 593 attempts on goal we ranked fourth best in that but in terms of uh, on target one that out of which 209 were on target so that was ranked third best we averaged a chance every 6.1 minutes ranked joint second best that's basically I think City also have around 6.1 minutes and I think only Brighton are on top with 6 minutes a chance every 6 minutes so, not bad. Uh, one thing that was a bit of let off was uh, the amount of goals we scored. Uh, 58, not bad, but if you see that XG word, which I got in there, 68.74, uh, shy of 10 goals less. I mean, you'll never kind of match your XG, so if you had scored around maybe 65 or something, it would have been okay, but it's around delta of minus 10 close to, so bit of disappointing. That should be rectified this season. And we hit the post 13 times. I think Bruno is maybe Bruno has a lot of shots on that which hit the post. 
to defense i think united defense was on form on song last season right uh, and uh, we have a ma- massive change which has happened uh, in the summer window right uh, we have the keeper going out you know new keeper coming in what are your expectations from defense this season yeah uh, with that segue we'll just move on to when the transfer window it will make sense for me uh, so yeah obviously we got in onana uh, we got in mason mount from chelsea which uh, was a bit of surprise uh, like how chelsea managed to let him go that's the only surprise other than that we managed to get a good player uh, onana is someone that has played under tenag uh, he's always kept an eye on onana since last year we were having few rumors here and there about possible replacements if the haya was set to leave and all and obviously i think it's uh, people in the community have spoken a lot about onana i'm not not going to grind the same thing again here obviously he's someone who's good with his footwork can distribute well good passes obviously a goalkeeper can make saves and uh, i mean to be fair the uh, haya was not that great in terms of his passing abilities so uh, we've got in on on someone who's more uh, confident and capable of doing that and can also withstand press from your opponents so in terms of what we were lacking in uh, obviously modern day football you play out from the back that is poor emphasized and we were lacking someone to do that and with onana's arrival i think that has definitely improved us in that particular section yeah obviously nasmus uh, oyon uh, is the last name which yeah. we'll talk later he he comes in with a 7 million price that's been announced now yes uh, that's a fair price i was uh, guessing around 7.5 they might put him alongside the ngungu darwin bracket but uh, yeah. 7 is good considering uh, he, how he has performed over the last two seasons so 7 is a fair shot correct when do we expect to see him uh, i am guessing maybe a spurs game maybe from the bench and okay. from then on it is it's going to purely depend upon how fit he is so we need to still wait on that but not for game the, inju- the injury rumors are they strong i we heard uh, he's he came in injured uh, he's not uh, he's not fit enough he's not match fit enough i think is what i'm going to put it out okay. officially we have not got anything saying he's injured the words that are coming out are like he's not fit enough he's not match fit enough so we let's we'll just stick to that for now next okay another thing that is pre season uh something that we played uh, I mean, uh, we lost couple of games midway i mean i'm just going to talk on the important games here leeds and leon were uh, sorry the second slide it mentions draw there's some error so it should be we won 1-0 So I mean, so the second point here. Uh, those first two games, the first team did not play. Uh, Arsenal, we won two nil. That's from where we saw the bulk of first teamers play. Madrid, we lost. Dortmund, we lost. Uh, Lens, we won three one. So I think those particular four games is where United players might have learned their lessons from the mistakes they made and what they need to improve on. So I mean, that being said, we played against good oppositions. Uh, in this pre-season tour so that is important to you know emphasize on playing against good teams is what will improve you and that's what they've done from you know the get go so which is great that's one thing i want to get out and yeah key performance 
obviously not a lot of goals here and there. I mean, Anthony scored two goals assist, Sancho with a goal, Rashford a goal and assist, Garnacho with an assist. Obviously, when the big, uh, he played well in one of the games, but I think he's he might possibly more to associate that. We're not sure whether it's a loan or permanent. So, obviously, I think the rest of the names are pretty much straightforward. I'm not going to dwell a lot on this. And uh, if you want to add some help anything there, any questions or something? Uh, just wanted to check uh, from the back line who was playing at the right back. I think uh, there's a lot of questions around whether Dalo comes in, whether uh, when uh, you know when Visaka is an option, right? What was your observation of the preseason? Um, Tenag will will favor uh, Dalo purely because of his capabilities, but uh, obviously the preseason game against Lons, he made a mistake that uh, yeah. basically allowed them to score. But uh, for now, it's going to be the low, but that's a tough call. Uh, I mean, if, if he makes a few mistakes here and there, I'm pretty sure Van Gisaka is going to come in and uh, And I see Bruno has only one goal. Uh, you know, I'm someone who's, I think, part of a, a massive fan base who's looking to develop on Rashford and Bruno. How does Bruno sound? He's good. I think he's... If, if you remember when we had the first stream, I was emphasizing more on Bruno than Rashford. And now, a little bit, there is a tweak. I think I'll emphasize both are good options. And uh, what happens is that Bruno is someone who will create chances. Even though so-called having an average season last year, he managed to create so much. So, we did not have someone who was able to put the ball in the back of the net. So, with that, partly solved. Like, he's, I don't expect Hoyland to come in and score 20 30 goals and all those things it will just improve our attack a bit so i mean fernandez is a good asset there's no complaint 8.5 he'll take set pieces he'll take the penalties he'll create so many chances he'll be involved uh, from set plays you know all the long shots and all everything so he's the club captain so I mean, 8.5 no brainer for that price i don't have any complaints perfect all i wanted to hear <laughs> we'll discuss more don't worry we're just getting started <laughs> Okay, with that being said, next let's move on to fixtures quickly. I mean, we're covering things fast because we don't want to dwell a lot on a lot of things because uh, by now United have completely finished their preseason tour. So those who have watched a couple of games or have read, I think, will be up to speed. So in terms of the fixtures, yeah, it's not that great and not that bad. It's slightly in the middle is what I'll say. Obviously, uh, Spurs, Arsenal and uh, Brighton and Brentford, maybe four good come tough games there. We can't take them for granted. Uh, I think Wolves, um, see, um, the starting game of the season is something that uh, nobody takes for granted. We have seen a lot of surprising results here and there. So every game, I think we will play game by game. But fixtures are good. I think attack-wise, yes. Defense-wise, uh, a bit here and there. I think even you spoke about how about Arsenal defense. Arsenal defenders like who are also not that optimistic. I am also pretty much in the same boat with United. Not that optimistic, but uh, we'll see based on the bandwagon for Onana. Uh, I think it's a set and forget option. So again, not a lot to complain. But if you want to save the point five off from Onana and you you feel a bit uh, not convinced with United's uh, uh, games and see them not keep a lot of clean sheets, then I think you can definitely go for a four point five million goalkeeper. If you, if you trust Onana and trust United defence, then pay the extra point five and go for Onana. 
that's in terms of defense attack wise no complaints i mean if you can go double it's good to attack the fixtures at the start right and a uh, lot of noise around antony coming up as an additional fpl asset i am a skeptic antony is skeptic but do you feel uh, this is the season he turns it around a bit he has to the same goes for sancho both of them have to uh, turn it around and uh, i think uh, we don't want to put a lot of pressure on such players and uh, over the end or maybe closer to the end of last season there was a slight improvement in his numbers so that could emphasize the fact that tenag has worked a lot with him over the course of last season to get him up to speed of with the league so i think this season uh, should be a good one for him if he keeps up his performances the only thing is that he's a bit of hot and cold so he's not at consistent so if he gets his consistency uh, then i think he should be a good player for that price bracket i think we're good with the uh, fixtures right yeah yeah uh, just want to discuss a couple of things right <laughs> uh, i think uh, united are one of the best counter attacking teams in the league right and uh, early you know pre season fixtures for tottenham suggest that tottenham now has a change in style right they'll be playing a position based system uh, a change from a heavy counter attacking system under conte last season and similarly you have brighton arsenal these are all heavy position based sides some, something which actually favors united do you feel you know people are overthinking united attack when it comes to these fixtures hmm. one word that tenag emphasizes or emphasizes always when he speaks is that he says the word transition transition speed is something he values a lot and how quick you are once you get the ball is important for him and spurs i don't know whether they are going to play a highland against us uh because we know anj is not someone who is going to go back foot so i think that that's going to be an interesting game to see how he actually approaches united because uh, uh it is uh, they obviously they are playing at home we will be going away so that also makes a little bit of atmospheric difference but right. uh, i'm i'm not going to rule out us going all out i mean we will attack we will be in the front foot i think that's how we have transitioned from last year to this year is that learn to keep the ball be fast in your attack and play a high line and you know and obviously with onana onana is going to play an important role in that obviously if you if your opponent start pressing a bit high you will obviously the goalkeeper will have the luxury to look at open spaces here and there and just lob one ball so that is very important and uh, that's why I, i think not overlook underlook here and that these are all good fixtures for both the teams because both the teams are not going to sit back all these games it's a high scoring game I just want to check, uh, right? For people who don't have Salah, will you be comfortable captaining someone like Rashford or Bruno in game week two? Mm, that is purely based on how game week one goes. Okay, okay. Fair. It's I mean, it's, it's all circumstantial. Wolves at home, I expect a massacre. Anything less, you have to start questioning your double up, right? Uh, but we have first question here uh, from yes. Yes, ask about Yoyo Anthony. Any good then? And also Garnacho. Yeah, Garnacho is a huge name that we have been hearing since the last season friendly. Do you think he starts the initial few game weeks at least? If I start speaking everything now, I think we'll have to end the stream. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. We are we are coming to it. Perhaps we are coming. We are coming. coming. We are coming to the next few slides. 
okay with that being said i think let's move on to this important game that's the game against lens okay. and uh, as i think when you spoke how arsenal against barcelona i think this is pretty much the comparison game that i would take for united uh this is more or less the first 11 that is going to play more or less at least 90% i'm sure except i'm not i'm bit carnacho or sancho is the bit of counters talo and van bissaka bit of counters here and there but this is more or less the front 11 that's going to play uh, sorry the first 11 and uh, i mean the average positions there <laughs> obviously is emphasizing a bit how little bit how you know they're playing and uh, with casemiro playing as the lone cdm and with your two holding midfielders in front they're going to be a bit more like diagonal diagonalish i think so mount and fernandes are just going to rotate here and there i feel uh, it's just purely going to be based on who's in that who's in that particular position position in the pitch and who's going to advance uh, bruno is better than mount obviously in terms of his abilities mount is someone who will grow and who will get better so i don't not a direct comparison here but obviously fernandes is a better player there and the front three um, united again in the second half they woke up if you watched the game the first half was good but no end product second half there was a difference and we managed to score goals that is important and last year that's where we slogged off second half those mode so that's a good improvement and uh, really happy with this performance in this game showed how confident we were with the ball and aside from that one miss from the low miss pass i think we should have kept a clean sheet so positives lot of positives but you should not be Oh, confident! Get ahead of ourselves in terms of United fans. It's, it's promising, but uh, this is how we are going to play this season, more or less. What is up on the screen? The average positions and ninety percent. This is the lineup. Yeah, one thing I observed was uh, Garnacho was playing a bit closer to Rashford uh, in terms of his positioning. Right, while Anthony stayed wide, he kept the width. Right, uh, it was interesting because I thought uh, that. A makes Rashford always, you know, that end product, right? Garnacho can always slip that ball in for his run, or else he can, as he does best, he can run past people and try his own shot, right? A bit of unpredictability with those two players. Yes, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll ask you as you are an Arsenal fan. I see a lot of similarities between Garnacho and Martinelli. The way they play, the way they run with the ball, the way they triple, they have that. sense of footballing iq when they make their decisions so it is purely the goal that rashford scored is because garnacho was smart enough to pass it back to him he knew like i can't do anything that's the best chance i can see it's purely based on what he is able to do at a particular point and we saw a couple of times in the box where garnacho was you know trying to beat the full back and go in so we will be seeing a lot from him this season so Uh, for the initial few weeks uh, he he might be a promising option i'm i'm also not really sure for garnacho yeah. this could be let it out now <laughs> and i completely agree with respect to the comparison of garnacho and martinelli i think they're fairly similar skill set they're very strong on one on ones right they can beat you in a you know with plus side so just close your eyes and suddenly they're out of sight very very strong with the one on ones and i think what is best is they know the decision making is so good right they know when to go for the goal themselves and when to just pass that is extremely important for a winger that is 
that's that is the important uh, uh, skill set that can't be teached you cannot teach it to players that's how they they acquire it and how smart they are that's a gift that they have okay so, so we have questions pouring in but i think <laughs> we'll go on to the next slide yes let's go on to the next slide i'm just going to see that is what express from rasmus hoylun trying to pronounce his name properly rasmus hoylun okay so what do we know so far so a couple of places from where i referred this from is that i'm just going to put out maybe in the description later so three places where i referred is that one is opta analyst second is there is a youtube channel called i think uh, pythagoras in boots and uh, the third one is i think coach's voice so i just basically uh, saw a few things and i read through a couple of their pieces here so i'll drop them in the description obviously you need to drop the credit and uh, yeah so what i've understood so far from him is that uh, he's fast i mean people will get a natural comparison between haaland and hoylun it's a fair comparison to make but haaland is a fair better player than hoylun there is not not equal equal to like he's someone who is a prolific goal scorer a poacher hoylun is someone who is going to learn to reach that particular stage now he presses well is good in hold up link up he's fast he dribbles well and he's very skillful with all his trickery here and there that's one few places where I, where we've noticed where it have gone through is that sometimes he does it overdoes it and loses the ball so i think those things he will probably learn to get better overall he one thing that united were missing is that we do not have a player who's taking more shots from inside the box so if we see a comparison between haland and kane last season Haaland took more shots from inside the box and Kane didn't obviously Kane is a very different type of player who will drop in behind and will build the attack for his team but Hoylund is someone who will do that who will be in the box fox in the box more like uh, Vardy like he'll make all those sliding attempts last moment to put the ball in you know just noticing running through the channels through the middle so very very uh, can say uh, high potential player was high potential a lot of united journalists have you know coined him as he's a rough diamond someone who has to be carved and who has to be caught to that particular potential fairly completely i agree with that and uh, exciting prospect and he's a united fan that is you cannot motivate players more than that he knows what he needs to do so that's just more than enough for us once he's fit once he's match fit he'll be slowly ease back and uh, once we see that he is ready i think probably the second or third slacker slot will open up 343s 352s in future that's the only thing so cu- currently we have rashford playing that uh, center forward role right with garza garnacho taking the winger role uh, i think the what you're trying to tell us is uh, once holland becomes fit and ready slowly slowly we'll start seeing him take the center forward role and rashford going back to his more favored left yeah. so garnacho comes with a lot of potential fpl wise but he also comes with expiry date that we have to keep a eye on right yeah garnacho again if he's good on the other side he may go there if antony is a stinker if antony is a stinker sancho could play there i don't know mount could play right if we sign amrabat and all he might play in the midfield mount could go right bruno could go right 
there's a lot of little bit of tinkering will start happening here and there but i think rashford will benefit a lot from hoyland because if hoyland drops in like to link up hold up rashford is the one is he's going to make those cross runs and he's okay. going to get benefit a lot okay okay uh let me see what's the next slide and now is where we start discussing a bit of uh, the players from united that's obviously i've compared their stats with the per 90 metrics and i'm going to get a few uh, questions from the chat at this point uh, one of them is bruno or rashford for most points next is is there a clear distinction between bruno and mount rolls uh uh we've got a reply to that also saying that rashford will pro bruno out this time not of switching between bruno and mount okay so so if you see this obviously bruno has played more minutes in this particular comparison uh rashford had more goal attempts antony also for 90 very surprising uh shots in box for ganacho noted meant ganacho only played 599 minutes so he's more or less going to lead in most of the places because how explosive he was in particular spells but uh, this is going to clearly give us a picture if you want a nailed united attacker nailed attacker is rashford nailed chance creator set piece taker who will play every minute is bruno so they are two different players bruno is not going to play like sala he's not going to give you something how sala was over the past few seasons he's going to be more of someone who's going to who's going to chip in assist uh here and there pens set pieces and an odd goal here and there if he gets it but if you're the talisman so called of in fpl point of view that's rashford now the question is antony now antony someone don't go and pick him right away now the preseason game he played well so if he continues to play the same way for a few weeks then he might be a cheaper second united attacker since his price 7 so that's my taking for antony very promising but again see we we it shouldn't be a case where you get in a player who's 7 and uh, he's not that consistent he gets he gets you 2 to 3 3 4 4 points 2 to points and you will have players 6.5 bracket uh, who will start over outperforming him so we have a lot of players who are better obviously Mitoma, Mbemo, and the list of six point five and seven mids. You might have Foden and Grealish is all in the seven point five. Havertz at seven point five. More names here and there. So, in terms of Anthony, it's purely wait and watch. Shaw and Dalo. I'm not at Dalo is because Dalo is someone who will attack more than Shaw in terms of goals, not chances. But in terms of chance creation, and all, it's purely Shaw is going to be involved. Set pieces, I don't. I think it's going to be. Now, in terms of set pieces, that's your free kicks and corners, and all. It's going to be split between Mount, Fernandez, Shaw, Eriksen, and all when he comes on, Rashford for a few of the free kicks here and there. So that's a complete spin there, with that. And the reason why Shaw was a very good asset last year was that he was good in his passing, bonus points monster. That is the key thing with him. And five point five, little bit, little bit expensive. I would say. I mean, Dalo at five is okay, but Dalo is not nailed. That's the problem. So to save the point for everybody, we'll go for Onana. So I think that is <laughs> what is pretty much happening. With uh, and Nailed. what we hear is also uh, Onana's passing 
abilities and shows that that BPS uh, you know monopoly that Shaw had last season with the clean sheets that kind of goes away because Shaw again is while a prolific passer did not have a lot of assist on top of it so it was merely his passing which was giving him the bonuses and ideally Onan is expected to take away that <laughs> that 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 will happen some point in few games here and there. Uh... Obviously, I saw one question of Bruno or Rashford for most points. It's so difficult, right, to guess this. I don't know. I think Rashford will edge it over Bruno. Just edge it. Don't think that's going to be... Over a long run, if you see a long run, Bruno's going to be someone who's going to play every game, every minute. So, someone is going to create more chances. Rashford is going to take those. So, doubling up is that other question which we were having at start. Um, good to double up. Eight, 9 and 8.5, I think it's not bad. I mean, people will double up uh, Saka and Martinelli. Uh, why yeah. not go for Bruno and Rashford also? I think that's going to get four midfielder slots out now. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, one of the things that I observed in the uh, in the lens friendly match was Rashford was not having a good game and Bruno was playing really, really well. But at the end of the day, purely from an FPL point of view, Rashford was the one who scored the goal. You know, out of nowhere. And Bruno was the one with pre-assist rather than assist. Right? So, uh, I think that is something that you have to always keep in mind that, you know, this is not about who is the better player. It's about who ends giving you the more more points. Right? Uh, Rashford just feels like a ultimate FPL player. Right? FPL is basically that you need the player who gets the end product. That's it. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, okay. players, the assist to assist and all, they are not that valued. So we can't help and and do, do you feel, uh, I see yes comment about, you know, a lot of switching between Bruno and Mount. I, I feel what he means is, you know, someone goes up, someone stays back. Is that happening? That will naturally happen. It will happen. As I said, right, whoever's going to be advanced at that particular time is going to go through. Uh, the, the game, Mount had one chance, right? You might have noticed him at start. He ran through, yeah. ball went behind, missed kick, whatever people want to call it. He was the one <laughs> in that position. He was able to make the run. He made it. So, it's purely going to be based on that. And one thing I observed about Anthony is he has the maximum number of goal attempts, right? But unfortunately, it seems he takes most number of his goal attempts outside the box, right? So, that kills down his ability to convert it into a goal or a, even assist, right? Uh, something that can happen if he goes a bit closer before he starts uh, going for such attempts. Hmm. And Anthony... Um... Is someone I think who is learning to create now, create chances, and uh, we saw in the last game, uh, the last preseason game, uh, he was able to create and uh, chances. He obviously scored, and Tenag was very happy. He said he was very happy with his performances, uh, his performance in that game and overall so far. So uh, he he likes Anthony a lot. He adores him, even <laughs> from his time at Ajax and now, uh, he has to stay fit. So last time he got injured a couple of times. So. If he stays for the thing, once he shows the promising signs, then your slot for 7 million, he can be a potential option. And Sancho, I want to talk quickly about Sancho. Uh, Sancho had a good game against Bilbao yesterday. He didn't play against uh, Lunds. Uh, then I tried him as a center forward, sort of false nine-ish alongside the wingers and uh, he's good. Is able to drop in behind and create chances. 
but he had a couple of chances yesterday he didn't take a little bit of let down so again the decision is completely with tenak whether he wants to play sancho rashford and antony or whether he wants to play garnacho rashford and antony so very harsh sancho on sancho if he doesn't start again it will be harsh on garnacho as well so <laughs> we just have 11 players to play sancho is someone who will create again he is a creator so again we need to keep that in mind and what about the guy who has like xg in green <laughs> so uh this might be his potential sort of his breakthrough season if he plays well if he's consistent and when he performs whenever he is given you know the opportunity and he might get the opportunity for the starting few weeks is what i feel until and unless hoylon is back or maybe tenak prefers to start sancho and pinching so i think if we get few updates from the press or from tenak himself that he's more sort of inclined to start garnacho uh to be honest i'm very tempted to get him if we get few news as a fifth midfielder so at least for the first 3 4 weeks i mean yeah. if hoyland is not back i think people are looking at him as a sort of option people realize the volatility which comes with it at the same time you know united first three fixtures are extremely extremely good right including spurs away purely from attacking point of view i think it's going to be good and that's the reason people anyone who cannot afford to have a rashford and bruno double up this is a good way to punt and see you know that fifth midfielder like you spoke about maybe he gives you points yes at least for the first few games he will if he plays he will give you points he will definitely uh, i i as i said even i am looking at it if he starts if we get few you know things from tenag or few quotes or some news here and there that's the thing sancho and him is like pure like there are two coin toss for tenag to make one is sancho and garnacho tello and vanbisaka more or less i'm i'm convinced tello is going to play over vanbisaka but i'm not sure about this uh, my hunch is that it's going to be garnacho and not sancho but it's tenag can't predict him cool right so let's move on any other more questions uh um, the data here is yeah it's per 90 so there will be a lot of surprising results is what we are seeing and uh, as i just re i'm going to just reiterate it again attacker wise it's rashford sans creator is bruno set piece is bruno rashford is going to basically if you cook cook food and give rashford is going to eat it so that's what is going to happen so he's going to take those points Bruno is also going to get benefited obviously with the chance creation and all. Shaw I am a little bit uh, 5.5 right and no 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 that's the debate going on. Garnacho uh, could shout if he starts. Anthony someone to watch. Sancho again if he plays someone to watch out. And where is Mr. Gloves Marcel? Is he back from injury? I Expected have no start. idea. I have no idea. No none we do not got any update on the press. I mean as far as what I've heard few weeks back is that he's been doing training he's been given a different training plan different diet and all those things uh, I have uh, we've not got a concrete update since that uh, and uh, I'm going to take this one question from Nehal that's do you expect more rotation between Dalo and uh, Van Bissaka uh game wise there will be based on the game if we have 
per se as an example if you have martinelli playing then i might expect van bissaka to start at not the low uh, purely because you need someone to defend martinelli and prevent him from the take ons and you know one on one potential situations that he might get in the box purely game by game it is going to change more or less is going to be the low but van bissaka is just you know just hiding one mistake or something here and there tactical change the uh, low might not play so that's that's my take so far don't see any more questions coming in so i'm going to move on to the last slide and we'll just sit on it and we'll talk more and the last one is basically my summary and my lineup what what i'm guessing and if you see this lineup is copy pasted from what the preseason game was I expect pretty much the same team to play and uh, obviously i mentioned sancho could start as a center forward and rashford could move to the wing instead of garnacho playing as the left winger once hoylund is match fit he'll slot in once he's fit enough and rashford should move back to the left wing thelo will face tough competition from van bissaka i have been saying it for the last few minutes i'm going to say it again and another thing is that united may not keep clean sheets i'm going to just put it out straight as you did for arsenal don't expect a lot because we're going to play a bit high teams are going to play attacking football now they don't care if they let in one goal here and there but as long as they play good football score goals and win games that is more important so there might be a chance where we don't let in a cheap goal or let in a goal a goal so okay i i just want to add uh, something that you said uh, last season you observed a lot uh, united used to concede a lot over the last 15 odd minutes right 75 to 90 60 to 90 right and this season we are going to have some good number of extra minutes as we have observed now in the uh, <laughs> community shield final right so if if you are unable to you know keep your concentration in those last 10 15 minutes you can have some clean sheet wipeouts and especially if you have player like onana right he is the goalkeeper he'll not be subbed out that is one trick right for example saw might be subbed out and you might have malasia coming in over the last 5 10 minutes just to defend a bit deeper but with onana he is always going to sit there that that's a risk you take i mean regardless of the extra time debate that is going on at a time we've had a lot of heartbreaks 96th minute last kick corner when we lose clean sheet points so that's the part <laughs> of this game <laughs> not a lot to complain there but uh, yeah a clean sheet again it's just a disclaimer you know fixtures wise defensively united fixtures are not that great because all all the premier league teams so far are capable of scoring uh one one odd goal here and there might go in so that's just a disclaimer but it's a good shout to take i mean people are getting national defenders united defenders city chelsea purely based on the players the performances that they can display and the fixtures they have so again is just a, a disclaimer is what i said don't be disappointed if they don't keep a lot but if they keep you might get a lot of points so again lot of uh, can go either way and some twitter uh, threads on saw and possible combination with holland but once it comes do you, do you see a you know cross to holland holland scoring a goal something like that he is very poor in headers very very <laughs> bad okay so oh. don't expect him to play like a 
Haaland and all, you know, the Route 1 stuff, poof, and uh, he flicks it, <laughs> or Lukaku and all, ex-players. He's good with his feet, hold-up play and all, not this, not that great, something that he has to learn and develop. So, okay. that, I, I, I don't, see, the left side itself, you see, right, is going to be excellent. Once Rashford moves, right, you see the left side, Shaw, Mount, Rashford, Bruno Medals is going here and there. Uh, naturally, if you see that Lons game that uh, that we saw the average position, right? We might see like uh, I mean, generally most of the teams are playing that inverted stuff, and I'm not going to dwell on it a lot. So obviously, yeah. Shaw will like overlap. He will have his chances again. But uh, again, the price, the fixtures, everything is out into picture for us, and uh, that all matters when we are going to take that call. And uh, yeah, to summarize the best picks in order, okay, these are my preference. Rashford is one, Bruno close, second, Shaw is, I'm going to just put out straight away, it's just purely based on what I feel from his offensive point of view. If you can't afford Shaw, obviously 5.5 is slightly steep, uh, you can go for, since there's an alternate option available in terms of Onana for, you know, all those reasons, if not, you, then you have Dalo as the alternative for Shaw, but not guaranteed of minutes. I mean, he might lose his place also, we don't know. That's the only thing. And the other differential picks, as we discussed, Anthony is one because more or less he's going to be playing. Garnacho, if Tenak prefers him over Sancho, he's a good option until Hoyland is back. And uh, if Garnacho doesn't play, then Sancho becomes a differential option. So, it's a bit of a... Uh, whatever I would say... Tricky there, tricky like roulette. <laughs> yeah, I think we're done. If you have any more questions for me, I think more or less we've done everything. No. Uh, Nehal says, don't remind me that Brighton game. I had double United defense. I think a lot of us had that. <laughs> uh, some games are like... Uh, some games are good also because you remember Bruno scored a penalty against Brighton and... <laughs> Yeah. All those yeah. all those things. Correct. Double defense is a pain even when you lose clean ships. So Especially with this much extra time, uh, I feel I don't have the guts to take double defense anymore. I mean Man City faced it yesterday in the community yeah. shield. It's uh, yeah. just because uh, it was a, a head injury obviously you have to stop the play. Of eight minutes extra and then you get another four and the potentially the last kick Presented in the goal. It's a bit harsh, but you know. That's I can't they complain. It too. Bit harsh, but I don't. You you won't complain. <laughs> I have seen. I mean, Varan had put out something. You will not complain yeah. from an Arsenal point of view. Uh, and I, I I retweeted his uh, post. I think it was a very fair post given the busy schedule that we are putting now the players in. It's extremely extremely you know tense over the last two three seasons post COVID. I think. The season is becoming more and more condensed, very difficult. And on top of it, you have now asked them to play another 10 minutes, another 15 minutes. It's, it's not fair to them, right? Regardless of what we say, it's not. I mean, what if you want to punish the people who are wasting time, give them yellow cards, right? Start giving, uh, look for alternatives. This is just merely another way of, you know, getting more sponsors of money. That's all. <laughs> right. I can already see one from Nayal. <laughs> Uh, one deflected shot and double defense goes to mud, and then uh, 90 plus 11. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting with Bruno, just waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
not a so, might happen also we never know one question i had for you aditya so i am fairly caught you know gangho about united attack and you are more or less confirming my you know bias or my uh, <laughs> thoughts around that right what i am looking for is wolves seem like not that great aside they have not done any transfers their manager has gone and done a very explosive interview and there are now reports that he might be sacked right and they have lost two or three of the most experienced players they have lost jimenez they have lost neves they have lost motinho the team looks fairly young and they are going to ultra right <coughs> rashford or bruno captaincy what do you think <laughs> ah bruno loves playing against wolves for some reason so i always I, imagine I bruno, bruno bruno loves and one of the player that used to always annoy united was ruben neves and he's not there so uh, ah very tough very tough it's up to you i'm just going to leave it up there are a lot of good vibes from bruno because the leeds united opener game everybody remembers that Cut. yeah <laughs> that is purely uh, it was a different game i uh, i will go with rashford yeah and we have pranit surya who has a bruno photo on his uh, dp and he still says rashford so i'm going to take his word <laughs> yeah i might be slightly inclined to watch rashford Yeah, I had it on Bruno all all week. I think more than ten days now. But just watching that lens match, I felt, hey, I mean, Bruno might play well and it might still be Rashford. If I'm going differential, let me take the safer differential, right? So this makes sense. You know, Rashford it's, it's, is somehow it's, it's going to be there. It's not a bad choice. You might have situation wherein Gold Rashford assists Bruno. Yeah, you will have to be happy. Bruno. Yeah, I mean that is that is good for you. <laughs> but the other thing also is not that bad he'll at least get assist points he'll take set pieces and all again lot of pros here and there so i mean it both are great picks i might just go with rashford because he's going to play as a talisman striker so that's the only reason otherwise uh, it would be slightly different can pranit says the same thing rashford is a striker bruno is a creator just go with the great, striker right it's a great mind thinking like <laughs> cool okay i so think with uh, this yes i'll let you do it with this we are yeah please go ahead no no you can, you can do it off <laughs> <laughs> with this we have moved on to the end of the stream and i think we have covered more or less everything that we can cover about united yes we do have a bruno picture here but everyone here is saying rashford is the guy so in case you have not seen the video please go through it right i think you get a good insight on all the attackers of united and where exactly the money lies and how risky is that garnacho point or you know what's the possible reward of that garnacho risk you know and in case you like this video please 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 give us a drop us a like give us a subscribe share it around with your friends right we're just getting started we have a new team this season big big team you see nehal in the chat nehal uh, did a very very good episode on liverpool and we are going to do a lot more episodes in the weeks to come so please give us a fellow uh, follow share the videos around with your friends and uh, all the best for game week 1 we are fairly fairly close now the fairly close indeed